The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Cool. I got the keys ready to come in and you know, the music. Tony. What is his name, is Tony? <laughs> Lois could never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! Ah! Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! Wanna see what Spider-Man number one looks like? I guarantee you blow the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum, assemble. You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show when you're live. Daily show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you just stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, we have the backbone, the pillar. The strength of Fantastic Forum are nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Sometimes they call me a white savior. Okay. <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Oz. I think he's sleeping so he can work later. Boo. Uh, if, huh? Boo. Boo, sleep, sleeps for mortals, boo. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. Um, but yeah, despite all the, or despite Oz not being here, obviously, we got a great show for you today. Um, we're going to be talking to you all about Extraction, uh, the movie on Netflix starring Chris Hemsworth and uh, directed by the Russos, or one of the Russos, I think. Um, which is also, and we'll also be talking about the comic book that it's based on, uh, Ciudad. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about those things. And, of course, we'll bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news and whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and, of course, you all, the All Games community, for long as this time, equipment, 
opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. So uh, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, if you want to get in with, on the action, here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm looking at the chat. And uh, I see Burr with the little... Uh, the the hyper the hyper gif because Fantastic Forum is on. That's awesome. Thanks for that, Burr. He's got so many of those. Out of it's crazy. <laughs> out of our two listeners, he's my favorite. <laughs> and also Hecht is my favorite. <laughs> and shout out to Normie who also put in the happy face love device too. But I think that hey, was Norman. that wasn't for us. How did we know? Because that was for the, the DJ thing that Tiger Claw just put up. Oh, no. I'm going to say it's for us. Say what? The DJ thing was put up yesterday at 5.02 p.m. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought it just came up. See? Eh? No, man. No, it's definitely for us. Except, except the love, Mo. Nah. Except, open your heart. I'm good. Except the love. Is I'm good. <laughs> like, Norm, Normie's trying to love on you. Don't reject it. Let it happen. But see, that's what makes the show better if if I think it's a piece of shit. <laughs> if you think the show's a piece of shit, that yeah. makes it better. Yeah. He's like, I gotta produce harder. Yep. <laughs> there it is. Pro- produce harder and, and accept the love mode. No. No. Okay. It's all right. Jay, accept Normie's love. Don't, okay. don't get don't get crazy though. <laughs> get, I never get, did. Okay, good, good. <laughs> so welcome to Fantastic Forum. Um, yeah, how was how was your weekend, gents? I've missed you guys. I I haven't been able to be on like I would like to. My weekend was kind of amazing. Really? Tell us. I spent it mostly just watching Hunter and Hunter. Okay, that's fair. And. Yeah, like I'm five seasons in now. And it's been amazing, like the whole time. I love it. Okay, cool. You would That's like awesome. it too. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's done by the guy that did Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, I love Yu Yu. And it plays a lot like uh, uh, Naruto. Wait, what? So it's like. It's kind of like Naruto, mm-hmm. like a Naruto kind of feel mm-hmm. by the Yu Yu Hakusho guy. Dude, sounds like a winning combination. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. And it's not too gory or violent. Cool. It's like just enough. Just enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Like you would like it if you watched it. Oh, gee, man. That's good, though. I'm happy that you had a good weekend, Jay. How about you, Mo? <clears throat> I had a, a... I was... 
I was, it was all right. I, I yesterday. <laughs> it Bo, was, Bo, 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 Bo's lied to us. Yeah. No, it, it actually was good. It's just not as awesome as 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 Joe. Like, I uh, I went to the barber shop, you know, my barber shop, and right, not to get a haircut or anything. Um, I know nowadays you're like a traitor to humanity if you if you decide to get a little service right, or something. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you, groom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my I have a little palm tree that I, I've been nurturing since we bought the place. Like it was there, it was little, now it's big. And when I got there, it actually had sprouted flowers in this month that I haven't seen it. So, wow. Um, before I left, when I shut down. I went and watered it, um, like, and then I, I shut down. Then a week later, I went to get some stuff, uh, watered it again, and then a month later, I went and then watered it again, and I'm like, I don't know when I'm coming, so I told him, dude, his name is Ramon. I'm like, hey, man, Ramon. The palm tree's name is Ramon? Yeah, you're going to be here by yourself. Um, just use this water sparingly. I, did, I, ha- I was growing other stuff around it, so I just kind of like picked it off because it wasn't, it wasn't really coming out, but it was trying to. But you know, it's gonna take the resources for the palm tree, so I just took them all out, and I'm like, you, you guys gotta die so he could live, just like the coronavirus, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I took them out, and then that's it. I I didn't go back. I want to say, yeah, a full month. And when I got there, he had sprouted, and then the, the the soil was still moist. I stuck my fingers all the way in. It was moist up to the second knuckle, which means it's only the top soil was dry. So I didn't like necessarily have to uh, um, water it, but I did anyway because it's already hotter this month than it was last month. So I, I might have to check on it. And I don't want to bring it here because it's too much stress on the plant. And at this point, it's too big to fit in the car. So. <laughs> Oh wow! Um, yeah, and with the flowers, I don't want to damage it. So, and then uh, I had a, I had coffee and a rock star, so that was cool. Um, I don't know what the I don't know if this rock star that you speak of. Yeah, I know. We gotta get you. We gotta get you good fuel. You know, <laughs> Disney does own them, Larry. So you should love say them. that. Who does Disney? Oh, do they? Nah, I don't know. Oh, uh, I'm about to say, I'm like, I didn't know that. I was like, but, really? Okay. Disney's going through some shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I had that, and then I decided, you know what? I'm going to go through my storage stuff, and I'm just going to consolidate, throw out stuff I don't need, fit stuff in smaller, you know, in in, in smaller containers and, and move around. Because I have a little garden set up, but it's just pots in different areas because – my yard slash dog toilet slash home gym is like <laughs> everything's all over the place. I got a, a, a guitar body laying somewhere. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just make space for working out, space for gardening, and space for storage and just open up the place so that, you know, I can walk comfortably. And uh, I found, like, you would think there, there's so many things. I found a whole other microphone, which is what I'm using right now. I when I moved to this new place, I bought a new microphone because the other one crapped out, and I'm like, man, what happened to all the stuff I had? XLR wires, like, 
And I go into storage. I had a whole box with everything. I had a, a whole separate soundboard. I had a microphone. What? Yeah, I had. Um, I found like fan art that I did while doing pre-production. So I might put some of that in chat real quick. Did a little Walking Dead fan art, and, and it's all doodles. Like you can barely call them art, but let's see. I, and I did a Walking Dead one and uh, a man thing. Uh, let me see if I can. Straighten it out here. Straighten it out, Mo. Uh, I'll put it in chat. But um, <clears throat> so Mo's the one that's been hoarding all the wires. Yeah, and <laughs> so I, I found that I found like adapters that like I actually went out and bought because I needed them to make this other soundboard that I bought work. And then I'm still not using it. So then I had brand new like XLR, not XLR, but the RCA cables to the headphone jack like brand new sealed mm-hmm. and uh and yeah and i found a bunch of comics that i forgot i had and a bunch of um not pop toys but q figs i don't know if you know what q figs are i do know what a q so i have is. a bunch of those and then um i don't know if you've heard of dorbs i had one of those yeah no i, I actually own some dorbs yeah so i found so then i'm like well so uh, Emily was like, are you okay? Do you need help? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Because between the coffee and the rock star, man, I did a whole thing. I was ready to do some home improvements too. Like, I just like, <laughs> he was like I'm about to build this deck. Yeah. Like, well, I want to take <laughs> off the sidewall and because the guy that built my house, like, didn't, like, he, you, like, from b- spending time in the yard and stuff now that I'm not working and I spend, you know, I work out. And while I'm working out in between sets, I do some gardening while i'm resting and then then i'm like observing the house i'm like this is okay this is where he got a phone call this is where his sister was dying in the hospital you know and i'm like okay this needs to be taken down and re-put like and i'm like well now i have time to become an expert at this from watching youtube you know (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah like it's it's those things and i found like found an old you know what a calorie mate is I do not. It's do you know, Jay? I'm going to say Jay does not. <laughs> Calorie Mate is a little food from Metal Gear Solid, like little rations. So, a Calorie Mate? Yeah, it's like a little bar, like a cliff bar, but okay. it restores your health. But I, okay. they made, when, when Lloyd went to Japan, he brought me some because they actually make them so you can eat them, not just in the video game. And I found one. I'm like, oh, I got my, I got my survival stash. Now I could stand another month of, of quarantine without going to a shop for food. Hilarious. And, uh, what does it taste like? Shit. Okay. Yeah, it's nice I, and I grainy. Felt so much. Yeah, it, it's you know, it's it's kind of chocolatey, but not sweet chocolatey, and it's yeah. just basically wheat flour, with yeah. some fiber, some vitamins, and and, you know. It's supposed to last you like a good four hours, and and the first I, this one I didn't eat because it's been there in storage for two years, but I um the the first one I, I like since he got me two I ate one to try it out and then one to keep and then I'm like you know what I could have just ate both and just kept the little box because it's just for show anyway. So I see your uh your man thing. <laughs> Nasty. That's the title. That came out wrong. <laughs> uh, your your picture 
Uh, yeah. No, that's your drawing. Oh, geez. Doesn't sound good no matter how you say it. There's the combo character, Man Thing, that you drew, Mo. My Man Thing fan art. <laughs> There's the there's the Marvel character, Man Thing, that you drew with a pencil. <coughs> oh. <laughs> um, and the thing. What what comics were there that you found? Um, that you didn't remember that you owned. Well, some of them you don't remember you owned. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> what what books of mine do you, you have? You had uh, Agents of Cowl, and the Death of Wolverine. You have Death of Wolverine. Yeah, From my death Wolverine. The four issues with the foil cover. Oh man, yeah, you need to give those back. Well, I <laughs> well look at this stage in the game, I owe you, uh, uh, Agents of Cowl, trade paperback or something or original issues because they didn't survive the humidity and stuff. So I, I apologize. Oh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I know how that goes. However, because the Death of Wolverine were like super premium, poly sealed chromium covers like they're immune to yeah. moisture so those were good um yeah. and then I, f I found some hard covers that i had so i don't know expect some more reviews the storage reviews from moses Magnum, you know there it is and uh burr says my my man thing looks really tiny yeah. <laughs> yeah. i actually did those when i was supposed to be studying for the barber exam the state board exam like I got distracted and started doodling. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ink these. I'm going to add blood. Where's my red paint? <laughs> like, Mo's yeah. like, I don't want to study for this exam so much. I impromptu became an artist. Well, you know, it's it's. I'm not a studier. I'm a memorizer. Like, I don't need to study. I just remember everything. So I was like, but because there was so much writing on that exam and, and so much pressure on me that I put on myself and. And, you know, it's my livelihood from here till I die. So I, I, I can't, fa I can't fail it. <laughs> like, you know. Right. So yeah. So I, I did force myself to study for that. It didn't work that well. I mean, well, my memory did everything, but I still studied. <laughs> but yeah, that was my weekend, and then, well, so then since I found all that shit, then I'm like, you know what? I have to, and I have to readjust my desk again. So it's now the third time in quarantine that I readjust my desk. And uh, I, I don't think it's going to be the last. Nice. Nice. How yeah, no, I, I, I had a good weekend, too. Um, well, nobody asked that. <laughs> I decided to let you all know. Which a good portion of it actually uh, consisted of playing Overcooked 2 with Nia. It was a good time. Overcooked? Yeah, Overcooked 2. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of that game? Nope. Oh, dude. Overcooked is like a cool little, um, like, uh, I guess you can call it a party game. It's definitely a cool little couch co-op game. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, Overcooked 2, which I, I literally just bought it, like, the end of last week. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, you can play online. But basically, you're like, these little cartoony chefs and the game literally just consists of doing different things like little little small actions that are in the lieu of like making food and you like make food like cook food assemble plates and serve it like like as a restaurant but 
what makes it like you know a party game is that the kitchens are like all um like cartoony kind of like ridiculous type levels like oh well almost none of them are just regular standard kitchens and it's like and when i say that like for instance there's one that was like there's a kitchen that is like in the middle of like a bridge and so people are literally crossing the bridge while you're trying to cook stuff so the people kind of get in your way uh there's another one that is like a um is a, a hot air balloon and so uh the 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 at a certain point during during the the flight of the hot air balloon like little bits of fire kind of get in into the kitchen and you have to like kind of navigate your way around the fire and then eventually it drops out the air and smashes and stuff and you know and there's another like sometimes there kit like there's another one that's like a raft and it's like actually like two rafts and one you're you're on one raft and your your uh teammates on the other raft and you have to like throw food across from one end to the other cuz like i can only like chop food on my end and so you can toss raw food and they have to like toss ingredients my way so i can chop it and then i can toss it back and then she could cook it. It's a great game. It's really fun. Uh, you, you and Emily would probably have a, a good time playing it, and it's re- relatively inexpensive right now. Mm-hmm. All right, might yeah. give it a shot. I don't know. She's she's stuck on M- Animal Crossing. And oh, that's true. I forgot yeah. that you can't even touch your Switch. Yeah. Well, until yeah. today. Until today, she hers is coming in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, but I yeah, I don't know how we're gonna do the uh, her game, like because she's gonna have to start over. Oh right, yeah. it, wait, wait, no, you know, Animal Crossing doesn't it have cloud transfer? Nah, it doesn't. Because oh, for some somehow it cheats. Like you're cheating if you do. You can, you can cheat if you if you had cloud save, and they don't want people cheating because. They don't want people to spoil their fun or something. I don't know. Cause it's not a competitive game, and you cheating doesn't affect anybody else. So <laughs> I don't see why it matters. <laughs> like, it's like it's, people are going to visit your your island, and yeah. then they're going to be like, how did you get that? And then they're going to realize that there's no way for them to get it. And then they're going to be like, oh, I feel so bad. Right. I can't have on it, my island. It's so weird. Like, yeah, you know. It's a game that's based on play how you want to play, except mm. you can't have a cloud game, a cloud save. There so it is. I don't know how that's going to work. And then, what was the other? Yeah, I, I guess her her Nintendo Live account or Nintendo Online account will be all right, I'm sure. Because I don't think that's locked into one console, right? No, no, the, the live account isn't locked into one console. It's just the game saves, I believe, yeah. for unless they have, like, the cloud thing, which I think some games do, but I guess I thought, for some reason, I thought Animal Crossing did, but I yeah. guess not. So so it looks like you're going to have to start over on all your games, Mo. No. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, the like, thing I is... You, the, I know you said opposite, but well, okay, the things we'll that, see. The games that you buy... 
online you can't transfer over either, right? No, I think all of it's attached to the console. Yeah, see, that's some bullshit. I wish I would have known that before I went on a buying spree. And then now, for example, like now, like the Jane Silent Bob game is coming out soon, and I want yeah. it. Yeah, I want it, but it's like they don't they didn't make a physical one. No, it's so only it's digital. Like, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And then I mean, they probably you know it's one of those things where you know sometimes there there are companies that make the physical copies of games like that, so they don't have to buy it twice. Or you wait. That's an yeah, option too. I, I want to play it. <laughs> Look, by the time this is over and that comes out, like I'm not gonna have time to play. So, well, that's yeah. it comes out like the end of this month, right? Right. But according to to gruesome newsome, we're gonna <laughs> get uh, like my job might not be able to get in until like months, depending on how the shit goes down in this month. You know. Yeah. So yeah. we're looking at I'm looking at two months optimistically. So But then but then you will have time to play it then, right? Not if while I'm waiting for the physical copy. Oh gotcha. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I will say the thing with the J and Silent Bob game. What was it called? Mall Rush? Mall Brawl. Mall Brawl. That makes sense. Jay and Silent Bob, Mall Brawl. I was hoping it was gonna be, uh, have online co-op. Yeah, it won't. And it doesn't. It looks yeah. like it's only couch co-op. Yeah. And that made me sad because I was like, oh, it would have been awesome to play that game with, like, each of the members of the Fantastic Four. Right. <laughs> I would, be I would like, have been very happy to do that to Jay, play, play through it once with each of you. Jay and Silent Bob, and then like, well, even if because you, you technically could do four player even though it won't be according like the movie but you could you do, can well no i mean you you, oh, you could have you could have yeah because oh, yeah, yeah, it, they it's james silent bob and then brody and the other dude yeah yeah and absolutely easy like that's it like that's that's the movie yeah mm-hmm. but what they did do they did make a physical copy but for nes so it's like a collector item or something? It's a cartridge that you can put into your NES and play it. Oh, there. oh, they made an actual NES cartridge. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. So it's only available on Steam, uh, on Switch Online, and NES. So, yeah. So I'm probably not going to be getting it. And, you know, and you know, there was a whole sale on Switch. So I was going to actually buy Battle Chasers for the Switch, too. Uh-huh. But... You know, it's, it's like, well, what if my switch breaks? Then I won't be able to to play Battle Chasers on Switch. So I, I went and bought a physical copy mm. at full price. So it just, yeah. So yeah, I don't like that about the Switch. So who knows? We'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think it's the right way to do it either. And you know, I don't, I don't understand. Like, it's not like. They, it, it's a choice they make. I don't know why they make that choice. I don't know if it, if it is something where they're just like, oh, well, you know, we want people to buy games all over or, or want them to buy, uh, have to buy new consoles if something happens. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, it's definitely not user-friendly in that regard. I'm glad PlayStation doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine it happening that way for Xbox. It'd be crazy. Yeah. 
you know, Nintendo's very fortunate that they make good games and good systems. Even though what I will say is this is the the other side of the coin is you know, an Xbox and a PlayStation maybe have to make sure they can do that because you know, their consoles definitely have a, a higher failure rate in that regard, you know? Like, I can't think of the last... Like, I don't know that I've ever had a Nintendo system that just, like, conked out on me for no reason. It's like, a Nintendo system has to, like... you Like, it stops working, like, after, like, 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, it's like, unless but, you... But they put out, like, like... Huh? But, but Nintendo puts out, like, a new one every, like, what, two years? Three years? A new system? Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Like, they had the Switch, then the Switch Lite, and then they're working on the Switch Pro. Like, well, what, what the if Switch I Pro is a rumor. We don't know if that's yeah. even... Well, I don't know. Actually, with with the, the, the Nintendo Direct being pushed back, we might be getting an, an, uh, an announcement. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, what I will say is this. is Like, you know, when it comes to their consoles, like, the cycle for the consoles has been pretty regular. Like, I don't think it's anything out of the ordinary. Like, what, five? Is it, what, five to seven years or four to seven years? Mm-hmm. They've been putting out a console? This is my first Nintendo system since GameCube. So, I don't know. It seems pretty yeah. fast, but maybe because I'm I mean, from the outside the, looking the, in. Understand, though, the light, the light is different in the sense that it's not... Like, the Switch is the console. The Switch Lite is basically the replacement for the DS. I get it, but it plays the same games, and, like, I would love to buy... I would buy two. Well, I bought two, but... Well, <laughs> well Emily bought one, and I bought one. <laughs> anyway, look, we're, the semantics. But I would buy two if I could be like, you know what? I'll keep this one that's maybe a little more fragile, less rugged, uh, a little harder to sit while sitting at a barber chair because it's still a little big yeah. and uh and i could just do this and do that you know like but i can't and so i wouldn't buy two even though i did you, you you're saying you would buy two switch lights if it was if more I, durable if i no, if i could get more cloud saves or, or, or oh use my gotcha. my, my my digital games that i bought yeah, yeah, like if all that stuff was just transferable. Right. I mean, yeah. that, that's what makes it so... That, that's why I won't switch from iPhone, because everything I've bought since my first iPod, I have. <laughs> like, it just carries over. Right. You know? Games. I have saved data from games that I don't even know if the games exist anymore. Like... <laughs> but if, you should get rid of that. But if they... No, but if they do, I, I can live... I can start off where I left off. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, uh, it is hopefully with the next Nintendo system, they'll be a bit more generous in that regard. Yeah, but so. by then I won't be able to play the games I bought here. Uh, oh, you mean on your Switch? On the next system. Well, I mean, who knows, right? I guess it would depend on how they do it. Because technically, like, just because this system can't do it doesn't mean the next system won't be able to. Has any other previous system been able to? Uh, what do transfer for? Yeah, for game saves for Nintendo. Game saves and digital purchases. 
No, I don't. I don't exactly. think so. So I know the. I, I know. I know the formula they got. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I hear you. I like if you're saying like they've been consistent with that, I would agree with you. But that doesn't mean they can't change. It's like it's possible, especially if enough people are like, "Hey, listen." The only way companies we change is from pushback from the public, and they're not getting pushback on these things because people just buy yeah. shit over and over on, on Nintendo. Like they they program their base to to respond to that positively, and it's okay. <laughs> I just you yeah. know I'm just not gonna run out and buy an, another Nintendo system like that. But you know, I, I'm the one exception out of like 14 billion people. <laughs> that'll do it. So what do they give a fuck? And they have no incentive to change to make it a little easier for me. Right. But I, but I think a lot of people want it. And that's the thing. I think but you're right. Yeah, I think they a lot want of it, us but they're not like... willing to like not get it because they don't get it, you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, well, like well we're not going to give I'm you from that. A, but I'm here's from a... the next the next Zelda game. They're like, "Oh, yay. I'm, f- <laughs> I'm from a dying breed, Larry. Like there's no people like me anymore." There's no there's no people like you anymore. You're the last one. Yeah, I'm one of the last ones. Yeah, he's I, like I, I he he is legend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should also mention uh, today is uh, Star Wars Day, right? May the fourth be with you. Well, according to Star Trek fans, it's just Happy Holidays. Not May the fourth be with you. Wait, what? What does that mean? Star Trek fans don't say may the fourth be with you. They just say happy holidays. No. There's a war against Star Wars Day. (laughs) Against Star Wars Day? Yeah. (laughs) The war on Star Wars. It's like, isn't Star Wars already the war on Star Wars? (laughs) Starbucks is going to change their cups to just say happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So yeah, so that's cool. Um, I I I feel like in the past, don't we usually get like Star Wars related announcements on May the Fourth? Well, you get a new comic today. A new Star Wars comic? Yeah, Doctor Afra. Oh really? Yeah, it was. It's supposed to come out on the twenty seventh when Marvel resumes uh, comic shipments and stuff. That's in the news. But you're gonna, you're, they released it today on their digital platforms. Um, oh, that's so it cool. Could be a, a Star Wars, uh, you know, you get something new on Star Wars. But yeah. There, yeah. I mean, the day's still young. I mean, you might get another announcement or something from Disney. But who knows? Knowing Disney and their history with Star Wars, they're gonna get Star Wars Day wrong too. It's like I mean, I, I, okay. I don't like I don't know, man. It's like, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, your apologism is, is like eating at you inside. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I'm just like, uh, uh. Um, we should talk about extraction. Yeah, let me do the review music. Go for it. Theater, comic book theater. 
But yeah, Larry, extraction. Theater. You, you had the brilliant idea for us to do this on Movie Monday. Yes. It was truly, it was truly uh, inspired. And then you still didn't finish watching the movie. No, no, I watched the movie. Oh, I thought you didn't finish the movie. I didn't finish the comic. Oh, okay. Oh, that doesn't matter. Matters to me. Okay. I wanted to finish the comic. So why don't you tell people what Extraction is? So Extraction is a movie on Netflix starring Chris Hemsworth um, that's based on a comic by uh, the Russos and uh, who's the guy that probably actually wrote it? Andy Parks. There you go. Thank you very much for that. Is um, it the- Huh? <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> we'll get... <laughs> That's fair, Jay. That's fair. <laughs> it's like Russo brothers fucking hate source material, even their own. <laughs> <laughs> and so the movie extraction is basically about a... Uh, a mercenary or a soldier for hire who uh, does all types of, of different jobs, but this job he is tasked with grabbing the son of a a he's like a, a drug lord, right? Yeah. A drug lord in India. And he's tasked with grabbing the son of this drug lord from a rival who has the kid and is is basically trying to get him to pay him a whole bunch of money for the kid. Uh, and so they send Chris Hemsworth's character in, his name is uh, Tyler, if I'm not mistaken, to go find the kid and 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 grab him and bring him back to them. Uh the where things where things go awry is that the the drug lord number one whose son is taken um they don't have enough money to pay this guy and they know that up front and so they're like we're gonna send him in to um go get go get the kid that they're you know trying to rescue because they can't do it themselves. And then we're going to take the kid from him. And of course, with that kind of setup, hilarity ensues. And Tyler, the character that Chris Hemsworth plays, is basically trapped between a rock and a hard spot uh, with everyone kind of gunning for him and this kid. And that's pretty much what the movie is what it's about. So uh Yeah, that's a, a lot different from the comic book. <laughs> Fair. I, I I didn't get to I didn't get to read very far into the book unfortunately. You just need so, you I, just need to read like four yeah, pages. Yeah, like everything is diff- like there's one scene that's similar but everything else is different. 
Like, it's the guy's daughter that's kidnapped, not his son. Uh, even the beginning, like the little prologue part, yeah. like in the movie, it starts with him on a bridge getting shot at. And the comic, it starts with him uh, verifying the daughter's still alive. And from there, he, like, starts killing people and gets the daughter out and throws her in the trunk where, like, none of that is in the beginning of this movie. Um, but that does happen also, in the movie. Conversation. Yeah, but he doesn't drive. Say again? But First, that does happen in the movie. Well, no, it doesn't. Of it being the daughter. And being in a Latin American country. Oh, is he in a Latin American country? Yeah, he's in Paraguay. Yeah. Like, brown people, little brown people. This movie is <laughs> is Chris Hemsworth versus little brown people. And that's what the comic was, essentially, because it's in Paraguay. And they literally just interchanged the, the little brown people. <laughs> Paraguay, India, same deal, right? Yeah. Interesting. And then in the comic... Like, doesn't he, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't he drug her before he puts her in the, in the thing so that she's not, like, hysterical or something? Um, That's, I don't remember if that's before or after, but, yeah, at one point she starts trying to fight him. Yeah. And so he drugs her to uh, calm her down. And it's just weird. Like, there's a conversation in the beginning. Like, I know the guy doesn't have enough money. But in the movie, the guy is talking about, like, the humiliation of having him taken. And in the comic, they, he has a conversation with the lawyers, like, you know, I only have, like, $20 million left. And they're, it's costing me a million dollars a day just to, like, keep my position, like, where I am. So we got to get her back. But we can only spend, like, we just don't have a lot of money to spend. And they have that conversation. Whereas the movie, he starts threatening the lawyer's son in order to get, like, it's weird. It's it's so weird because the comic and the movie, so far, I didn't watch all of it, but they start out very generic. Like, you're very generic type of action movies. And for them to make as many changes as they did, they didn't really need to base it on the comic at all. I mean, they couldn't really get sued because they're so generic. Like, you're not <laughs> going to be able to put one against the other and be like, hey, you copied us. Like, no, we copied this is a genre. Like, there's nothing special happening in either one where they could be like, oh, you took that idea from us. But it's their own ideas. Yeah. Well, that's it? what I'm saying. Like, is it? Why? Like, why change? <laughs> Is it? I, that, that needs to be the title no of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> there was no reason to base one off the other if you're going to make so many changes. So basically, it's made so many changes to the source material that it's basically not even like it's not even inspired by. Right. Yeah. It, that's, it's, it's interesting. It's just old white man kicking oh. ass, but he's not that old. That's the innovation. Right. <laughs> it's taken with a young guy. Yeah. And brown people. And yeah, you're right. I did want to talk taken, about the they art. Beat up Russians, right? Yeah. Well, no, Arabs too. The, 
Go ahead. What are you saying, Jay? One thing I wanted to talk about, too, was the art in the comic book. How terrible it was? It's... It can... Like, there are some points that are pretty bad. Um, Like, some are fine, and some, like, the scene where the girl is fighting him before he drugs her, like, that was just awful. He had no idea how to depict that. And that's just a mess. Like, literally was not sure what was happening. I had to use context, context clues from later to figure it out. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's really bad. But some was fine. Like, he does a thing where he's like, it's all shadows and light. So it'll be like a lot of light shadow work. Uh, uses a lot of shadows for definition and it sometimes it works most of the time like a lot of times it kind of doesn't and it's pretty bad but the one interesting thing about the art to me though like the one really interesting thing is there are not a lot of people that can draw naked women and have a have zero sex appeal like it's crazy like one panel is like a room full of naked women and it just is zero like it's weird like not a lot of people can do that it's kind of a talent i think (laughs) that's funny So, um, how did just like generally speaking, how did what did you all think of the movie itself? I liked it. It's probably fine. Like I didn't finish it, but it started out like your generic action flick. Should be good. Should be cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. And you know what helps it is that there's really it's a very minimal story. There's yeah. like it, it's it basically it's just violence for violence sake that that drives the story and you know um i know this was getting bashed what was that joe like man on fire right and but see that had a more a little bit more of a story than this did but they they did kind of they they were they compare them online a lot and they're they're compared to like not as good as as john wick for that but i thought i thought it was good like the the cinematography and the action sequencing and choreography for like the first half hour was like i was at the edge of my seat the whole time dude i i will say that i think the cinematography definitely deserves a huge nod like i was literally watching this joint looking at some of the camera shots like what is that a drone that they're using like what like how are they getting these shots like this yeah because there's some shots that I'm just like, like, one of the car chase scenes, they have, I, I'm assuming it's a drone. Yeah. I, I'm assuming, but I, I honestly don't know. But I don't know. Like, I guess maybe it could be camera, like, special effects. I don't know. But there was a shot where it was like the camera was chasing the car behind that, that you know, the car that the Tyler and the kid are in. Yeah. And the car comes to a stop because there's something in the street or something like that. 
the the camera comes from like swings to the left from behind the car, swings along the side, then goes into the like goes into the uh, passenger side window, which is on the opposite side of what it usually is in America, and then pulls back so that you can see the two of them. I'm just like that cam that whole camera move is crazy because it basically was like it was like kind of pulling up next to the car in through the passenger side window and then jumped into the back seat. And I'm just like, how? I don't, I don't understand how these shots are getting made. Like, I really was like, okay, I wonder, like, I need to go look to see if they have like a documentary on how they made this movie. Cause uh, the, the cinematography was actually kind of blowing me away. And I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it was something about it that like, cause I'm sure other, other movies have employed some of these techniques but some, something about the way that it was done in this, it felt very much more kinetic. And you know what it is? It's uh-huh. um, the environment that they film it in is a very chaotic, grounded environment. Not a lot of flash, not a lot of like... Because I know, uh, while I haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious movies except for the first one, I know they mm-hmm. might do something similar, but they choose these like outlandish landscapes to do these things like off a building or anything and this just feels more like this feels like you're experiencing this in it and even the way they did it like i I heard an interview with chris hemsworth and he said that a lot of the things that they did in this movie was the biggest goal for a lot of these action sequences was to make it feel like it's just one shot and yeah, they just they edited it very successfully. And but it's not one shot. Like when they're fighting, yeah. you know when they fight they fall off the awning and they fight on uh-huh. the street. That it looks like one one shot, but it was right. like 40. Wow. And uh they just pieced them together really really well. I don't know I don't know yeah. how they did that. But, but uh yeah. And and there was definitely a couple times. To- oh, go ahead, Jay. No, I remember hearing about that. Mm. Like someone was talking about like this one sequence that looks like one shot, but it's like really forty three, just uh, expertly edited. That's wild. Because there was a couple times where I did catch like them sewing scenes together. Like I could see the digital effect that they'd used or whatever. Where I'm just like, okay, like I caught that. Yeah. It was it was done really well though, but I could see that that was what they were doing. But a lot of the time that like I would that's what I think really impressed me probably the most out of the whole movie was I was just like, how are they making it look like all that's like happening? Like I'm like a camera person can't even do that. Like he can't move like that. So I know it's not a cameraman. So I'm like, it's either a drone or it's all somehow digital, digitally stitched together. And I'm like, I don't even know which one because I'm just like digital. It's all of it's digital. Uh, probably. I, man, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no. The other thing was, um, I mean, Chris Hemsworth did a, a good job, but I think the the kid was amazing. Yeah, like he's alright. That kid was. <laughs> and I understand that you know maybe that's not what the people that are watching the movie are there for, but <laughs> but the kid was really good. Yeah, it's like I, I felt like. He really did think he was, uh, like, you know, the, some of the quieter scenes where he's just talking about yeah, where what he's his got life the, is like. The wisdom of Buddha. awesome. 
Huh? All, of, all of a sudden, he has the wisdom of Buddha. Well, I mean, you could be a smart kid. It happens. Look, they told his ass to stay inside the house because his dad's a fucking drug lord. He even says, like, he kills people's dads, and they want they they want to hurt him. They're gonna use me. They tell him stay in the fucking house, and he doesn't. All of a sudden, he's got the the wisdom of Buddha when it's like, oh, it's time to heal the white savior, give him atonement and closure for his shit. <laughs> like, so, let me ask you: Is there any like? Do you feel like there's a benefit to changing the character to a boy? No, I, I mean, I I wouldn't know. I I didn't really get to see what it was like with. I know the the girl is older. Like she's like an adult basically in the comic. But you know, I don't know if, well, I I'll, I'll say this. Generally speaking, movies tend to have a different dynamic when you have a woman in that role than a child. Uh, yeah, I think it would been it would have been a, a, a different dynamic. I I don't know that it's a necessary change though. What do you think, Mo? Well, I think because uh, you said in the comic it's his daughter, right? That he's getting, or is it somebody else's daughter? No, it's his daughter. Okay, yeah. So it's the daughter. I, I the only benefit I could see from that is that it's too much like every other movie. And this is a little different. And but there are a lot of movies with the kid thing too. Yeah, but I think they're less with the kid. Yeah, but they're both kind of tropey. Yeah, um, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see a real benefit from changing it. I don't see a real benefit from not following your own source material. Um, <laughs> I what I do see a benefit for is basically like. I, I, the benefit that I, maybe maybe I, 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 it's good that I don't read as much comics. Like I can enjoy a movie on its own. <laughs> you know, I mean? mean, you can you can enjoy the movie I and can, you, we know I can't, Mary. Like the, you're making fun of my neuroses and shit. You know I can't. Like I just can't. It's it's a mental block or some shit. Like I just can't. I'm sorry, but I. What if you can't. do it after? It, 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 yeah, I, it, I can't. I can't. I, it's better if I just don't know anything about it. I can. I can just enjoy it. Got you. Yeah. We need to. We need to figure out a way to mind wipe you. Nah, it's not gonna. But work. only for the. But only for those things, not for other stuff. Nah, just leave me the way I am. Just the way. <laughs> the way God made me. <laughs> So, Jay, which one of these did you like better? Did you like... Well, I guess technically you didn't get to finish finish either. <laughs> but which, right. which one were you enjoying more? Uh, Probably the... Like, despite the bad art, it has more nudity in it. Okay. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> That's fair. I guess I I can see how that could be the tipping point. I know, Joe. So, you should finish the movie, though. Well, maybe not. I don't know. It has a good ending. Yeah. 
Yeah, I probably will. I just I've been a little bit obsessed with Hunter and Hunter. Like I pretty much that was the only thing I watched this weekend. So once I finish I'll have more time to watch other things. I mean, I watched like two things that weren't Hunter and Hunter. Like the new DuckTales and the new Rick and Morty. But everything else was like Hunter and Hunter. Fair. So what about you, Mo? Uh, out of the movie, man. The movie, fuck comics. <laughs> Another thing I found in that storage bin was the Eternals hardcover. So, yeah. Oh, there you that go. Remind, you reminded, gonna... reminded me of, of the movie coming out. So, yeah, fuck comics. <laughs> it's like there's still time, Mo. You can, you can send that to Marvel Studios. Look, they, so they have it. Understand what they, they're supposed to be doing. They have it. They don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, well, I can say, like, uh, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get to the chance to read the comic like I wanted to, but I still will. Um, but the movie I did watch and I did enjoy. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. I would definitely, if you want to see an action flick and you happen to have Netflix, I would definitely recommend it. Now, what's what's better, this movie or Six Underground? You know, um, I didn't. I didn't get to finish watching Six Underground. I never heard of it. It's uh, it's another movie on Netflix with with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, um, I did see that one. Never mind. Oh, yeah. well, listen. Well, I guess that answers that question for Mo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I Six Underground, from what I had seen, um. It's fun, and it definitely has, um, a you know, a lot more personality going on for it because it's Ryan Reynolds. He's not necessarily doing like his full-on Ryan Reynolds kind of thing, but there's definitely some of that still there. And I do like the characters are are more unique. I guess is the the better way to say it. Um. Man, I don't know. Like, because I, I know that I was enjoying Six Underground too. I, I just need to finish the end of it. Um, you know, which one's a better? Which one's better? It's hard to say, honestly. Like, I feel like they're two different kinds of movies. I, I think, I think Extraction is probably the better movie of the two, but it's not necessarily the most interesting of the two. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I could totally see somebody, like, uh, you know, maybe being more engaged with what's happening with Six Underground. But I do think Extraction is probably, like, probably a better put together story. And, you know, the cinematography is definitely better. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
it's a it's a good flick with a lot of with a, a lot of heart. What do you think, Jay? Me? Yeah, did like, you see Six Underground? I like Six Underground a lot. Like I liked it a lot. And I didn't watch enough of Extraction to compare it. Like I said, so far, uh, it's just another generic action movie. Yeah. Um, so, like, the way you guys are talking about it, I probably should watch more of it. But yeah. I love Six Underground. Like, Six Underground was really fun to me. Yeah. Oh, with some good action scenes. And I like the, like, yeah, some good kills in it. And how Larry said it's very different. Like, yeah, Six Underground kind of, it's almost like what it would be like in a comic maybe or in a car, in an animated feature, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're a little different, but they, they kind of have that, like, nonstop action, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, but, yeah. I didn't get to finish Six Underground, but I'm okay. It's almost like comparing, like, Reservoir Dogs and like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, a little bit. That's a good. You know, where it's like it's not like neither one of them are bad movies. It's just that, and you know, even though technically they both kind of like in a in a similar vein in regards to like what their subject matter is and all that kind of stuff, it's like the tones of them are are different enough that it's almost like a different kind of movie. You know, okay, yeah, but not it's not to take anything away from either one, you know. But I, I, there's definitely a person out there or a type of person out there that's like Ocean's Eleven is way better than Reservoir Dogs, and another person that's like, What are you, you're crazy for even comparing the two? (laughs) And it's like, Reservoir Dogs is way better than Ocean's Eleven, you know, you know what I mean, right? You finally explained something, right. Huzzah! Miracles do happen. I'll be right back. No. <laughs> you know, Joe, uh, I did get to play a new game this this weekend. And that's part of why I guess I'm excited for that Mall Brawl, the ca- the the Jane Silent Bob game. I'm back. Oh, great. I was just getting into... <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here vamping, getting into a whole other segment. But, um, no, go for it. No, I because I, I, I played Streets of Rage four. Oh yeah, I did see oh, that. Now, so dude, did you? Play that. Yeah. Now does that have online co op? You know, I don't know because I didn't even think about it. But in that storage bin, I found my microphone and headset for my Xbox. Which again, I was gonna buy another one, <laughs> but it was in there. <laughs> but it's so weird. I forgot I had all that shit. But um, but yeah, I I I think it should. I mean. It's, it'd be awesome if it did, and it, it you know I didn't buy the game, but it's on Game Pass, so. Oh, yeah. nice! So I was able to get it and play it, and it's just done pretty pretty well. Like, it, it has that classic feel for the side-scrolling beat 'em up game, and but it they still keep it. They make it modern, and the art style and in the high def and everything like looks looks so good, and it made me want to play that that Jane Silent Bob game too because it's it reminded me that I love that genre of games you know right like even the the Scott Pilgrim game and all that so I'm like I'm like you know what man yeah I, I, this is the Scott Pilgrim of, game was great these are the kind of games I like 
So I, yep. I actually posted a a little. I captured me beating the first level on Instagram, and I'll put it in chat if you guys want to watch it. Okay, cool. Uh, did look, right. did you uh? Did, were you nervous about putting up gameplay? On uh, Instagram, did you do it live or you taped it first? No, I taped or, it first. I, well, because I was, so I have the first, the, like my first playthrough of the first level, and I died early on, and I was actually streaming that on Mixer, and then, then I stopped, and then I'm like, because you know, I'm like, I don't know, and then, and then I just kept playing, <laughs> and then uh, when I kept playing on the second time around. I beat it, and then right when I finished the first level, I just hit record that for the last what thirty, forty seconds or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I put that up. But uh, yeah, it's it was it was a, a fun little experience. I like it's a game that I can really just jump in and out of, which is right. especially now because I, I keep busy while I'm at home. Mm-hmm. So that's another one that I was gonna get on the Switch too. That one might be out physical though too, so I might still later on, but who knows? Because I, I don't have mm-hmm. it yet. I played it on Xbox, and then I can I like I I would like to see how it plays on the Switch because it's an old school type game, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, it looks it looks really cool, and I've definitely been seeing other people talk about it. Yeah. You have any interest in playing that, Jay? Mhm. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's one of the games I've been. It's been on my watch list. Um, unfortunately, I can't buy a lot of games right now. Yeah, because bullshit is happening. But you know, if I could, that would definitely be definitely be one of the ones I'd be looking at. Unfortunately, there's just a lot of good shit out right now. There really is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like hearing about Fallen Order. Like people are still talking about that. Yep. Um. Yeah, there's a bunch of like niche games that I that I'm into that have come out late uh, recently. And so, yeah. It's crazy how there's. I still like what you call it. Like I still want to get the fucking uh, the Battle City uh, Girls joint. Uh, River City Girls. Yes. Okay. Like yeah. I still want to get that. Like I've only heard good things about that from people that have played it. But yeah, between the bullshit and the amount of shit that's out right now, like I might have to wait for Streets of Rage 4, but I'm definitely interested in playing it. Like if I had Game Pass, I'd probably be playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I got Game Pass early on. Um, yeah, it's weird because now it's like, yeah, you got time and there's a lot of stuff to play, but then there's no money to get it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so weird. 
We're living. That's how they do us. We're like those blip people that came back. <laughs> after, the blip people <laughs> that came at after the snap. Like we're just perpetually in the end of 2019. <laughs> Uh, Burr says, I bet Rivers, uh, I beat River City Girls last night. It was pretty good. Once I realized eating food upgrades your stats, it got a lot easier. Eating each mm. food for the first time, I mean. Uh, yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> if, you, if you're not upgrading your stats throughout the game, that would make it really yeah, hard. Make- he says, I need to try Streets of Rage next since I got Game Pass. I know uh, one of our our old listeners, uh, Kadosho, says he loves Kadosho. it. Yeah, he said, uh, he says, Streets of Rage 4 is incredible. The art style, visuals, atmosphere, music. It may be challenging no matter what difficulty you play, but it's engage- engaging. I love it so much. Yeah. The end. But yeah. So what do you guys say? Want to get into some news? I'll do a heavy metal minute, then jump into a news. Yeah, let's do it. Ready for that? All right. Let's see here. Here we go. Liquid Deftones at the Drive-In Theater, Missouri. (laughs) This is a heavy metal minute. Uh, Missouri is one of the states that are starting to open up from uh, the stay-at-home orders. Um... And they said the concerts can start resuming as early as May 4th, today. I don't know how that makes any sense, but they, they're open for business. They got to get the economy going. They're telling people, you get, get out there. Get, we got to get the economy going. You know, I think the big thing is basically they're telling people to leave the house and spend money. Um, if you get sick and die, it's okay, because at this stage in the game, you won't overwhelm the hospital. I think that's what's going on. But... Uh, cities like Missouri, uh, cities in Missouri like St. Louis, Kansas City, and Springfield are still uh, having their stay-at-home orders active. So there, there's a little bit of disparity between the state standards and the cities. But we'll see how it goes. That'd be a nice experiment to see if, if the Petri dish is, is hospitable to disease yet or still. Uh, Liquid Death released a, a heavy metal song. Liquid Death is a canned water company. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it, but it has a me- heavy metal aesthetic and it's branded. And you know, and people, some people hate it. So uh, the water company turned to turned their negative publicity into a death metal song um, with the help of Gus Rios from Gruesome. Uh, and Malevolent Creation and Seth Ringer from Eternal James Malone from Arsis and a dude named Torin Ridgeway uh, and now they turned the hate into a, a new album so yeah there's a whole album of bad <laughs> reviewed lyrics to promote he- uh, to promote Liquid Death Water uh, it's called The Greatest Hates by Liquid Death uh, track one Huge Tools Two, reconsider your life choices. Three, fire your marketing guy. Four, dumbest name ever. Uh, 
get slaughtered on Shark Tank, and, and the list goes on. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's pretty funny they made a whole album. They did the song in 2019, and then 2020 released the new album. So chances are you're probably listening to one of their songs under my voice right now. But if, if you want to, uh, to listen to the full album, it's on Spotify. Greatest Hates by Liquid Death. Oh, yeah. Uh, around April 28th, the drummer for Deftones and the guitarists, Abe Cunningham and Stephen Carpenter, respectively, were having a Zoom-style chat. I think it was over Instagram Live. And they, they teased some new music. Um, they basically... Steven asked Gabe, hey, hey, what are you doing? He goes, I'm listening to new Deftones music. But you could only hear it. It wasn't like piped in or produced. You could hear it in the background. So you didn't get a good sense of it. Um, the good people at Deftones Live, the YouTube channel, uh, it's an unofficial live archive of Deftones concert, did some editing and brought up the volume of the song, of the little guitar track. And it's a small tease, it's short, and I want to say it's probably about two, five seconds, two to five seconds. Uh, but it sounds nice and heavy, it sounds pretty good, actually. Um, so people are, are optimistic that Deftones is kind of go, going back to their more um, post-grunge metal sound uh, as that you heard, you know, in, in, in Adrenaline and, and Around the Fur, um, but... According to Chino Moreno, in an earlier interview, he said it's going to be more like White Pony, which White Pony, if you heard it, is not the most heavy album. It's not the most metal album. It gets a little more experimental, and, and, and it's a great album. It's just not their heaviest thing. So chances are this will probably get produced. What we heard in, in this live chat will get produced into a more... Uh, softer more experimental thing if in fact it's going to be a white pony clone type um and uh yeah i'm moses magnum this has been a heavy metal minute comic book news we should have a like uh like current uh, <laughs> well not, not like that but like so yeah news 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 larry i don't know if you heard over the weekend but marvel's getting back in the comic game may 27th <laughs> getting back in the comic game you say yeah <laughs> may 27th they're gonna start shipping out all their stuff to comic yeah, I shops did, i did see that whether they're open or not uh, well, is it whether we're open or not? Or well, I, I I think I don't know if out here you can order them still or whatever. But I know there's some states that are opening up already, right. starting last week. So they're going to be getting comics, I'm sure. Right. And uh, so yeah, so it's the comic wars have begun. Yeah, look, I did I did see that they said. I mean, they're doing their distribution through Diamond. Yeah. And they're sticking with Wednesday, it seems. And so, yeah, now we're like, this is literally, we're going to see how much uh, 
influence the move to Tuesday actually does have because Marvel's definitely not they're not budging yet at least. Well, the there was a story we did last week that a a smaller company was putting stuff in Walmart um, on the end caps, and one of the things they said is that man, that shit's gonna get destroyed. But it's just the the Tuesday thing. They're doing a Tuesday too. Their new stuff. But right. what it is, it's that the bookstores, the few that are left, uh, get their their books and graphic novels and trade paperbacks on, Tuesday. on Tuesdays. So right. DC is doing just going to do Tuesday all around. That way, the comic shops and the bookstores are on the same day. And mm-hmm. that's what they're saying now. I don't know if that was mm-hmm. the motivation initially, but I mean, yeah. the way that Jeff made it sound was like that was the motivation, just because they're like, "Hey, Tuesday is when media happens," which, you know, I I kind of felt like media has been coming away from the idea of yeah. it gets released on a particular day. Personally, but I know you know last week on Tuesday there was maybe like one or two heavy metal albums released. But on Friday, there's like 30. So, <laughs> so I don't know if that Tuesday works for for music. Music is also now, like, I want to say 75% digital and 25 physical. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that might have something to do with that. But as far as physical media goes, I, I guess Tuesday might be it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this all turns out because, um, like, I know that, like, here in L.A., the stay-at-home order, um, I know it was supposed to go to the 15th, and I think the mayor has said that it's not going to be lifted on the 15th, but that he's not extending it necessarily either, and might be looking to do, you know, see about the potential of, you know, taking small steps towards getting things, I guess, you know, I guess reopen. Wait, wait a minute. He's not extending it, but he's not lifting it either. Yeah. Like basically the idea is that he, he very well may have, um, like they they might loosen some of the restrictions and maybe i guess leaving it to people to decide what it is that you know how much they're going to be doing or not doing i guess i know that the... so they're basically saying you're on your own uh, i don't know if you i'll go that far cuz kind of what it sounds like like we're not going to lift the restrictions but we're not going to extend them either so just do you well the thing is is that the governor is going through with a modified plan where things are going to go in stages you know what i mean so certain businesses will be willing and able who are willing and are able to operate are going to operate under modified conditions uh, stage 1 stuff like restaurants and some retail spaces you know, they do got to offer uh, curbside 
and delivery options primarily. They're not you're not going to be able to go to the comic shop and just browse through the books. You know what I mean? Um, and then other more services service oriented. And that they said that for that to get back into the uh, swing of things and with that modification is going to take a, a weeks is the the metric. They're not saying how many exactly. They're still checking the numbers and cases and all that. And then you know the next stage will be like for stage two stage one is like the essential stuff and then stage two is the retail stuff so that's weeks and then anything above two if i'm correctly could be months and that's whatever stage three is i'm not sure what stage three is 100 percent. i know my business is four and that's it's three also there's only three stages or four okay and what's four Okay, so stage four is like the concerts and, and mass gathering stuff. So stage three is mine. And then for that one, he said months would be the metric, depending on how shit goes with stage one and stage two. And I think that's why the, the mayor is kind of saying, you know, he's not extending it because you're still going to be able to go to these businesses under these modified conditions. And if you work in these, you might be able to go back to work under these modified conditions. So it's basically everybody that fits in that, that has needs with stage one and two, might, you know, so it's not a full order extension, you know? Which kind of, it, it's kind of still you're on your own, but you're, ma you're on your own to make your own wise <laughs> decision, you know? Okay. That's yeah. So I guess I'm a stage four worker. Yeah, I think you're yeah. stage four, and I don't know. I don't want to pry too much, but I am concerned a little. Like, how has everything gone with you in terms of the unemployment and and stimulus and anything else that you might qualify for, Joe? Um, it's going well. I I think terribly is is an accurate description. Uh -huh. um, like, my CalFresh is fine. Yeah. I, that... like my CalFresh is working. Okay. Uh, the Angelino card, I'm like, uh, I don't qualify for that. Yeah, you're like one zip code away from it, huh? Well, no, it's like my income. Oh, okay. was yeah. like that's, that's, $100 yeah. more like over the cutoff. Damn, that Man, sucks. that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as unemployment insurance, um, it's weird. I haven't gotten any checks from them. So it's like a month and a half of registering or of certifying, and I haven't gotten any of those checks. Man. So I'm not sure why. I think I'm... I might have an idea, but I, I need them to contact me. Yeah. Uh, so to suss that out. I know um, for me, it's been about a, a month and a half for the unemployment. And they, my claim is there and they're, well, they said, okay, here, you know, I'm self-employed and everything. They're like, okay, here's your claim. Here's your, here's your stuff. So you can, sign up online and be able to just certify online so you don't have to uh mail stuff in you can still do it from home 
And okay, mm-hmm. and then they said uh, they showed me they made two payments to me already that I never got. Well, I guess I did get them, but they were each in the amount of zero point zero zero. So wait, you got them? So they mailed the check to you? I don't know if they mailed and the you, check, but the check for zero dollars? Yeah, they didn't mail the check. They just they say, "Oh, here's your 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 benefits. Check them out." And then when I logged in, they were zero zero, like. They're like, we're not giving okay, you shit. I did the same thing. I did the, you know, the I checked the box so I could do everything online. Uh-huh. And so I'm getting correspondence from them, but I haven't been getting the checks. And so I was wondering if the checking that box is the reason why I haven't been getting them. Yeah. Like the got and... I don't know, but it's weird. There's something not weird, but you know, I haven't been on unemployment in years because I'm generally employed. But now you they have a direct deposit into like a Bank of America EDD card. Yeah. I and I'm not sure if me checking that box made them like rerouted that information to like the electronic deposit despite me not having that so i'm i don't know what's going on but i i've i've emailed them because calling doesn't work and now i'm waiting on a reply yeah they're they're gonna give you a card eventually if that's what (laughs) what um so yeah i'm actually on my page right now so you should be getting a card but it's it's gonna come, it, like I know for Emily it was weird. Like she, for me, they did all everything they need to to give me my money. I did everything in a timely manner, except that the amount my claim balance right now, as I'm looking at this page, says zero point zero zero. And then for Emily, they told her, "Oh, we're gonna give you this," but then they never sent her the card. <laughs> and then they told her she's like trying to figure out what's happening but they send you a separate letter with your online customer number that lets you um sign up for online so you can manage everything and sh- they didn't send her that so she didn't know what she was getting when you know and then eventually she got the card and then then like a week or, or a few days later she got the online thing and yeah it, it's yep. so weird um i i reapplied because they passed something for small businesses making it easier for small businesses and self-employed to do it but that claim's not showing up at all i didn't get no confirmation that my that my claim was submitted or anything so I, uh, okay i don't know how that... i know the first certification before i got the online thing yeah and so I, I did the online thing, and I could check or even a notice that I get a card. Like, I thought they still mailed out checks to people. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be nice if they could just direct deposit into my actual account. Like, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's what's going to happen for me, I'm not counting on it. I know the Cal Fresh people were like on it quick, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like I should be getting that soon, 
Like they're working from home on Sunday. Like I got a call from them on Sunday because I applied on on Friday. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it's like they're calling me on a Sunday. I'm like, who the fuck's calling me on a Sunday? I don't handle business on Sunday. And then, uh, but yeah, sure enough, it was Cal Fresh. And they they were asking me a bunch of stuff that I just don't have records of because I run a cash business. <laughs> and it's like, I technically said I could have employment. I could have income coming in from unemployment, but that's it. And then my wife has some, but I don't know how much because the papers aren't really being sent in a timely manner. And uh, she's like, well, without that, we can go look, why don't you just cancel it then? Because it's clearly two agencies aren't communicating and they're not communicating with the mediary. That's me. So I'd rather just figure out, like, go hunt a cat or something, you know, and, and eat, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's like, no, no, no. Well, we'll, we'll we're going to run your social. And then from there, we're, we'll, we'll know exactly what you got. So I'm like, well, if in my head, I didn't, I didn't want to treat this person this way. But I'm like, if you could do that, why didn't you do that in the first place? Like, you clearly don't <laughs> need my permission because you didn't ask me my permission right now. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So I don't know. And oh, when I talked to Cal Fresh, they, uh, they basically, like, I told them that I applied for unemployment, but I haven't heard back from them. And they were like, well, that's fine. Just. If you ever make above thirteen hundred a month, then you have to call us so we can adjust it, and we'll just give you the full amount. And if it comes through, and you're making more than thirteen hundred, then you have to just call us and we'll adjust it, and it's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of did that to me too, except for um, my income isn't like. I can't be like, oh, I make this much a year. I can go by my last income tax paper, but that's not what I'll be making this year. And it's not what I was making at the beginning of the year before all this. So it's like you can't. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. And like, whenever they ask for my gross, I just, uh, I've been reading from my taxes. Like, that's how much I make. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, it's like, realistically, like, they don't need to be looking at what I've made like accurately because the fact of the matter is I'm making nothing, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and I'm spending. So, right. and it's fine. Like, you know, I got into this job myself because I could do it through the apocalypse. You know what I mean? I could mm -hmm. do it anywhere. And it's like, but I'm choosing to obey. And I don't know for how long I can be an obedient sheep. You know, because I didn't get I I came I got into this job to be the butcher, not the sheep, you know. And, right. Uh, and that that, you know, so we'll see. We'll see how long this takes and, and how it goes. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah. Now, I know I've been seeing a bunch of articles that say there might be a second a stimulus for May. Like, yeah. has anyone heard anything about that? They're working on it, but you know, there it's essentially it's all more or less funny money that is gonna end up biting us. So we might as well use it now. But yeah, they gotta. I, I'm not keen on what the 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 stipulations are to get the both parties on board, but Larry might know that. He's better at that than I am. Uh listen. I'm not sure anybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Larry doesn't know, we're fucked. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. 
Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to do it. Um, I know Bill Maher had Nancy Pelosi on talking about because you know it's a bipartisan thing that they fight over and bicker over, and it you know we were caught in the middle, and he, he kind of told her that, and then she didn't answer anything. Um, <laughs> she basically did the Trump, but with a better better vocabulary and and less obvious smelling bullshit but um but yeah so it's like once i saw that he just looked at her like like he you know since he's on zoom like he was looking at the zoom reacting to the zoom it's not like when you have he has people on on the stage with him where he could just look him in the eye he just like he he was like reacting to the zoom thinking that nobody could see him it was hilarious <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes, and eh, you know, we'll take it from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Burr says I get, I bet most of it goes to corporations, just like the first one. Yeah, that's kind of where where it looks like it's going. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of like, more... yeah, like. Everyone, Jay, you got a little cut off, man. I don't know if, if you can repeat it. Vibe like corporations aren't a check to check entity, so they should be able to sustain themselves, right? For extended periods of time, yeah. The, the, see, as the a average person. The the problem with these corporations is that they um they give bonuses to their CFOs and all this shit. Like they don't have they don't maintain a capital gains account for when shit hits the fan like this because they think you know people you know we're a consumer based economy and like we're well people are gonna keep we keep them dumb and materialistic and and let them keep breeding and and we're going to be okay so when something like this is they it happens they don't they don't react to it accordingly and and that that's what we're seeing now now and because it, it's the system is is the regime that we're under right now is so driven by special interest groups and things like that they're they're making out like bandits because they're applying and getting approved for like small business uh the stuff that's supposed to help the small business people are going to corporations too that are, you know, the people on the board are millionaires and they're getting bonuses, you know, stimulus yeah. checks and shit like that. So I know a friend of mine was mad that her dead father-in-law got a stimulus check and it went to his daughter. And I'm like, well, I'm mad that the CFO of, you know, these companies are getting stimulus checks. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. that could be two dollars extra for me, you know, or somebody else that needs it, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, well, he worked in 2019 and paid taxes in 2019. And, you know, I, I go, you know, I would be understand if you were mad if that check went to him as if he was still alive, but it went care of his daughter's name, you know. So she got two because one was her dad and she was the next of kin as per the paperwork. I'm surprised that but, the actual bureaucracy was able to <laughs> to figure that out. But you can't um the uh, when you make over a certain amount you don't get one, right? 
Uh, right. Right, but that that amount's like crazy, like six figures, I think, or close. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what it is, but I feel like it. I don't think it's six figures. I do think it. It might be high five figures, because it, it also depends on what, whether you're sing, single or married. Yeah. So it's it's. I mean, it's a relatively reasonable number. Like like let's put it like this, a CEO. Okay, so a CEO of a major corporation is definitely not supposed to be getting. But there are definitely some people that probably you know, are getting them that don't need them. Yeah. Like, but eh, it's, it is what it is. And I just want to go back to work. <laughs> is what, Indeed. And that's, that's oh, really look, man, ho- like, hopefully it'll be able to happen sooner than later, man. Eh, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> According to gruesome, newsome. And I like saying gruesome, newsome. <laughs> I did realize that. <laughs> Even though it's like, you know, I, I kind of support him and I see what he's doing and, and I appreciate what he's doing, but it's just not. The system was never set up to be a more social uh, system for the people, you know? So that's where they're having a lot of the the wrench in the machinery right now, trying to get Joe his card <laughs> and at least pick up his phone call. You know what I mean? Um, cause yeah, it's, yeah, uh, all right. Look, we were yeah. trying to talk about comics and I'm over here. Well, speaking of corporations that aren't doing good, uh, looks like Disney plus might be doing a little too good. And so Disney channel has been suffering to the point where they're starting to shut them down over, uh, overseas. So we've got uh, Disney Channel and Disney Junior being shut down in Italy and Australia. Uh, Disney XD is being shut down in Germany, France, and Spain. And Disney XD Plus has been shut down in the UK. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, Plus is cannibalizing Disney Channel. But... Everything that's on the Disney Channel isn't on Disney Plus, right? Not yet, but it probably will be because of this. Yeah, I think, I think there's like a three month. Uh, so after a series has been done for three months, then it goes on to the streaming platform. But I wonder, I wonder why it's cannibalizing it then. Like people are just like, I just rather watch it on the service. Well, I mean, if you're paying for the service, yeah, why not? The people that are watching all these channels, there's enough content there that they can wait three months for the new shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what the best-selling so- comic book of March 2020 was, Larry? <laughs> I have no idea. Spider Woman number one. No way. Yeah. Marvel was a top publisher with 48, 40.98% of the dollar share and a 46.76 unit share. And DC was the second with 
percent of the share, the dollar share. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, how did how did Spider Woman beat out? I mean, like X Men and Batman books came out in at least the first what two weeks of I of March. Yeah, I I, I mean I I don't know. It's I guess it. Maybe it was like beef, beef, shit was starting to shut down. They're like, you know what? We're going to buy Spider Woman. We'll stock up on that toilet paper. And I bought that book myself. I haven't read it, but I have it here. It says right here. Spider- uh, who wrote it? Uh, it was a lady by the name of. Damn it. Oh, here it is. Uh, Carla Pacheco. An artwork by Pere Perez. Uh. It says right here, Spider-Woman number one was one of the seven Marvel comics in March's top ten selling list. Others include Thor 4, ranked number three, X-Men number eight, ranked number four, Wolverine number two, ranked number five, and Strange Academy number one, ranked number six. I didn't even know Strange Academy came out. I thought that was canceled. Not canceled, but because of the postponed? Because no, of the didn't we? We reviewed it. No. You didn't review Strange Academy number one? No. No. Maybe I wanted to review it. I wanted to review it too. I guess tomorrow we're re- reviewing Strange Academy number one. Okay, sounds good. Um, but yeah, so this is yeah. I I don't I don't know. I guess because it was you know if you notice that was it was just Strange Academy num was the number one and Spider Woman was the number one and you know people that see that as a good jumping on point and Spider-Woman I don't know what she's been doing in other things but maybe that kind of gave her that push it's wild Joe you had a story yeah um, so Wildbrain has been making new episodes of Johnny Test and posting them on their YouTube channel. What? <laughs> yeah, right? That's like, wild. I know. And people are genuinely confused <laughs> as to why this is happening. <laughs> and I get it. Like, it's weird. Like, there's new Johnny Test episodes. That's which, really wild. If you don't know what Johnny Test is, it's a cartoon about a boy who has two genius sisters, a talking dog, and he goes on adventures. Um, some people will claim it's a ripoff of Dexter's Laboratory. Some people won't. But, uh, yeah, it's generally considered... Well, it's divisive. Like, some people love it. The others hate it. Um, I don't think anyone wanted new episodes. Like, <laughs> people that love it and hate it. Like, I don't think anyone wanted anything new. But they're here. And, uh, yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> but then that's as a... Yeah, that's as someone that was always, like, in the middle of liking and loving and hating it. Um, But yeah, if you're a Johnny Test fan, you've got new episodes. One of the things we talked about earlier was uh, 
the new comic Dr. Afra number one. Um, mm-hmm. well, it's available now on digital platforms by Marvel. So the Marvel Comics app and the Marvel Digital Comics shop. I don't know if it's in Comicsology. I didn't do that much pre-production. But yeah, the story is centered around Dr. Afra. Um, she's teams her the series teams equips her with a uh, a new crew and a new mission set in the aftermath of Star Wars the Empire Strikes Back. It says here with the Rebel Alliance back on the run after their defeat at the Battle of Hoth, it's never been a more dangerous time for outlaws, scoundrels and errant rogue archaeologists to make their way through the galaxy. But yeah, you can buy the physical copy May 27th, and uh, you can buy it digitally now <laughs> for Star Wars Day. Now, I'm not familiar with Dr. Afram. Me neither. A- Afra. Um, yeah. She, she was a character that was in the Star Wars comics um, that is kind of like a like a rogue kind of like a rogue scientist and uh if if i'm not mistaken i think she was actually a character in the original darth vader series and almost played like i don't know if sidekick is the right word but something like that like a sidekick type role but it's a it's a good character and uh, to the point of, obviously, I mean, she got her own book. She she actually had a mini series or a limited series, I think, even before this one. She may have had two. She's got so, a bunch of books. Huh? Right. I know she's got a bunch of books, at least two or three. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering if I should read them or not. I mean, uh, it's a good character. I like the character, but I haven't been reading them all. But that's just because of time. Like, honestly, if I was you, I would probably start with the Vader books with her first appearance. And then... I don't think the Vader books are prime, though. Oh. That could be the case. But still, you know, I would... If you can get your hands on them, I would start there. And uh, from there is probably the best place for you to kind of decide if you want to want more Dr. Aphra or not. But she's pretty cool. I I understand at least why she would be popular enough to have a spinoff. Okay. Also today, um, it was officially announced that that Taika Waititi will be writing and directing a live-action Star Wars film. That's been rumored for a while, but Nothing official until today. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. Wait, I mean, wasn't that girl supposed to? Huh? Wasn't that girl supposed to do a Star Wars film? Wh- which girl? The one from The Wrinkle in Time? Oh, Ava DuVernay? No, she's supposed to do New Gods. Uh, supposed to do what? Uh, New Gods. Oh. Okay. You know, I don't think I've read anything Taika Waititi has done. Well, you watched 
what we do in shadows. You also watched Thor uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, I did watch that. And and he did do. I think he directed the last episode of Mandalorian, right? He directed a few, and he's the voice of IB Eleven. Or yeah. is it IB Eleven? I don't know. The nurse. Droid. The murder okay. robot. Yeah. And the assassin droid. Joe, you should watch Eagle versus Shark. I think it's on Prime. Okay. That's his first movie. And from when I saw that, I was like, this dude could do no wrong. I don't care what the 4chan rumor says about Thor Love and Thunder. Is 4chan talking about Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, there's a a rumor on there. Uh, You know, it's a little segue here for the next news story. That Angela is going to be in... Thor Love and Thunder. And oh my god. She's going to have a romantic uh dynamic with Valkyrie. What? Yeah. Why why would Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know I know why is cuz Neil Gaiman likes money. Like he don't care what they do with his character. No, but I'm just trying to figure out like who's like we need Angela in the Thor movie. I don't get who's really like Angela. Huh? What people really like her in Marvel? In general, oh. like people that don't know like Angela. I like I, I don't know who these Angela fans are. Like I don't feel like I don't feel like they're like I don't know that I've ever had a conversation with somebody and they'd be like, you know what my jam is though, Angela. I like Angela and Spawn. Right, but you you like Spawn. Yeah, but I liked her book too. Yeah. Like her stories were good and then how they played out and tied in were good too. Like she she was a good character. It was kinda like the Lady Death dynamic too, where it's like she comes for a little thing, but then she becomes popular, and they they integrate her more, and, and I like that. And then, you know, there was a the whole thing with the lawsuit with Gaiman and McFarlane and whatnot, and now she's in that guardian. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I wonder what Todd thinks about that. He'll probably be like, oh, it's all good. I don't know. I like Angela. Like, I don't, I don't, although I don't think I've actually seen her, any of the, her Marvel stuff, uh, with the exception of the game, which she had a pretty funny line that I like. But I don't think I've actually read her in any Marvel stuff. I have. I mean, it is, it's not like her. Her, the way they integrated her into the Marvel Universe, it wasn't, like, terrible. It wasn't great either, though. It wasn't like, you know, it felt... That basically, we, they did add a whole, whole realm. So instead of, like, the nine realms, it's the ten realms, which is the tenth realm being heaven. And then they did... Well, like, get, one of the insignificant realms. Say again? 
Why didn't they just destroy one of the insignificant realms? I mean, why, why destroy? If you're, a- if you're fixated on the number nine, like we don't need all those realms. Who's, who's fixated on the number nine? <laughs> the north. Why you were. Why? Why? I didn't say anything about the number nine. Except that there were nine realms, and now there's a tenth. Uh, you just sounded a little salty about it. Oh, no, I have, I have no problem. It doesn't matter to me how many rubs there are. You know, I, I, it's just the idea, like, you know, and they explain it in the course of the story, but it's just the idea of there being an entire realm that no one knew about. Like, that's, that's kind of the thing where it's like, yeah, you know, and I guess that could happen, I guess. I mean, you know, but. Like, technically, I guess we could figure out another dimension existed or something that we didn't know of before, right? Or something like that. So, hey, same deal, I guess. And then they tied Angela's story to to Thor, making them related. And, you know, I mean, honestly, it's like, it. it's fine. It's fine enough, but I don't know that, like, there's probably going to be enough happening in Love and Thunder, or at least enough trying to happen in Love and Thunder. That you probably don't need Angela, but I guess she'll be there anyway. So we'll see. Burr says Mayor is fixated on the number sixty-nine. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, quick tangent, kind of. Uh, but Eagle versus Shark isn't prime. No, oh, I'll find it for you. It's my dream okay. for you to watch that movie. And I guess Larry, too. <laughs> Next movie Monday, we'll review Eagle versus Shark. Okay. Um, When you can, though, watch the trailer, because I think the trailer alone will, will probably get you. Um, you know, oh, it's only eight bucks to buy it. No, nah, but you saved those eight bucks for toilet paper, man. <laughs> that's that's two issues of Spider Woman number one, man. That's good toilet paper. Dude, I don't know. I like Spider Woman. I do, and too. I haven't seen her done poorly. I, I I can't remember the last time I was like, oh, this is a terrible Spider Woman. I do too. I only do that because it just seems like a lot of people bought it at the same time that they were hoarding toilet paper. Um, <laughs> So, you know, Larry and Joe, you guys have heard me make these claims, and sometimes you don't remember them, but I do. And it's come to pass that it's, I am a bit of a prophet for a lot of these these comic book news. Mostradamus. Yeah, Mostradamus. Mostradamus. (laughs) Uh, And one of the things that I said was when, when, you know, Ben Affleck, left the role of Batman as a director and as a star it happened little by little and I said this motherfucker is back on the sauce he's good checking yeah, the rehab and sure enough the news came out during a recent profile in the New York Times Ben Affleck revealed that his struggles with alcohol abuse played a significant role in his decision to not direct the Batman and eventually walk away from the character altogether so yes once again the prophet Moses is vindicated on his uneducated 
and offensive predictions about other people's lives. <laughs> what made you feel like that was the case? Um, I know that he's had struggles with alcoholism. Um, I don't know if you remember, but when we had an arena with Ron, we used to host game nights for one of the, um, <clears throat> whatchamacallit, uh, AA branches in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of people there were famous. I'm not going to say who because it's part of their whole thing is they're anonymous. AA, of know? course. So I'm not going to say who, but we got to see a fair share of celebrities. I know he frequented that one, <laughs> even though it's supposed uh-huh. to be anonymous. But um, but I, I, always, I knew he had those issues already. But if you watch Justice League between the we talk about the Superman reshoots. You know, we don't know how many of those were Batman reshoots or whole Justice League reshoots, but I can see a fluctuation of a regular, uh, more fit Ben Affleck and then a less fit and then a straight up puffy hungover uh, Ben Affleck in those in that Justice League movie. Like his weight fluctuates. Sometimes it's, he's got a big head. And then sometimes it's like, man, that's clearly a muscle suit. So this wasn't shot at the same time as the other. And then his face was just like puffy. And I'm like, oh, this guy's drinking again. He was going through a divorce with uh, Jennifer Garner and stuff, too. And I I know, like, if you're trying to hold that demon in a bottle back and you're dealing with that pressure and you're trying to get a fucking iconic ass movie like you're gonna be the savior after they shit on it but you're still working with that system that shit on it like that's gonna be a lot of pressure and if he wants to stay get get it you know maybe not stay sober but get it a little under control and he needs help like he's not gonna (laughs) he has to quit that like even like him with his struggles with sobriety he should have never got married like you're not supposed to when you're trying to better yourself from the addiction you can't establish um codependent um relationships because you gotta you have to come first period and and if you don't come first then it's not gonna work out for your sobriety and then ultimately if it doesn't work out for your sobriety it's not gonna work out for your relationship so so based on that knowledge that i had i was like yeah this is it this is he's he's on the sauce and the wagon that's rough yeah but i mean hopefully everything works out for him and he does he's a talented filmmaker i I love the movies he's made that he wrote and directed and uh i was interested in seeing him you know do batman even with that batman like he wasn't my favorite batman but it's just a bad Batman period, whether he's in it or not. And yeah, and I was interested to see his his take on the on the for a movie. Like yeah, and I feel like that's something that he would have wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So it was weird that he walked away from it. Yeah. So some more images of uh, some of the effects scenes from uh, the New Mutants movie have come out, including a picture of the demon bear 
which I posted those in chat, uh, three images that came out. Um, they're still advertising. They still don't have a release date. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe in stage four. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you put these things in chat while Mo was talking, and I'm listening to Moses, and then I see these images come up because I just have to chat up. And I'm like, what are these things that Joe's putting in the chat? <laughs> like, <laughs> until you said at the end, it's like some New Mutants images. I'm like, this is from New Mutants? <laughs> and I was so disappointed. I was just like, oh, Lord, I can't. Like, if you make an X-Men movie that I can't recognize as an X-Men movie, then I don't know what to tell you, man. I, like, I don't know what to say. I, I did not know that. Like, at the end, I was like, oh, okay, I could see that that would be, like, the demon bear, and I guess that's magic in front of her, in front of it. But if I don't know that, like, just off the rip, I don't know, man. I feel like this is not a New Mutants movie. I don't know. I think the demon bear looks pretty cool. It's not a bad-looking thing, but... If I if you had no context, would you know that was a demon bear? He looks well, yeah. He looks demonic like, and like a bear. I mean, right. I just, I, I, I'm looking at it, and it's like, yeah, like I mean, I definitely see that it it it's an animal, <laughs> and it's like like uh, it looks like it's coming like smoke. Turning into an animal. What's that thing in the middle? I don't know. A smiler. Oh, I don't know what that is. Well, it's because you don't read New Mutants enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what most people say to me. Like, I know you're an X Men fan and all, but you need to read more New Mutants because Smilers. Joe, do you know what a Smiler <laughs> is? No, I, I unfortunately I have not been able to keep up with New Mutants the way oh, I no, want well, to. I, I have. I don't know what a Smiler is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe there's. I'm sure that there's maybe some comic where it was a thing. Maybe somewhere I don't know. That's like, yeah. I mean, you you consistently forget who Melody is. So forgive me if I question your recollection I guess this is forget who, who Melody is? Yeah. Okay, who's Melody? Uh, uh, Multiple Man's girlfriend. She's blue. She hangs out in wheat fields. Not his wife, his girlfriend? Yeah. Joe, like, how often is this character in X-Men comics? Um, not often. So, why, like, why do in I fact, have to remember her? That one, time when she's a girl, that one time when she's dating Jamie is the, like, I think that might be her only appearance. And I'm not saying you have to remember her. I'm saying you don't. 
So if a smiler was in an issue, then I could for, I could believe you would forget. Like Got just it. like you forgot his girlfriend, I believe you probably forgot what the smiler is. <laughs> and uh, it's okay. I mean, I'm just saying, shouldn't we be putting in the most iconic parts of New Mutants into the movie? Not necessarily. No, we should put in the the things that were in one time, in one issue or two issues. Huh? That's how you get pandering pieces of shit. That's how come Wolverine's in so many movies and the spotlight's on him because he's the most famous. No, don't don't see less. Don't don't you dare. Let's go. Let's make some deep cuts. Okay. Have you guys heard of Spunk? Spunk? I heard of, but I don't think we could talk about that on all games. Like, we get shut down, right? Yeah. Spunk, Spunk is what uh, uh, Sony calls their movies. The oh. the Sony uh, Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel characters. Or <laughs> Spunk. Doesn't quite have the nice ring as MCU. <laughs> SPUMC or, or DCEU. Like, that's horrible. Whoever thought of that needs to be fired. <laughs> so, Spider Man Homecoming, Far From Home, Venom, and Morbius that's coming up are all spunk. I got a better name for it it's Scum. And Homer. <laughs> Sony, Sony Cinematic Marvel Universe. Sony Cinematic Marvel Universe. Oh, uh, that's Kamu. Never mind. Yeah, that's not Scum. I'm I'm dyslexic with my wit. <laughs> and I know you guys have all heard the room, uh, not rumors, but the announcements about the third Spider-Man movie, right? Where it's definitely having. It definitely has home in the in the subtitle. It does. Yeah. I mean, didn't we feel like that was going to be the case after the second one? We be... felt like it, but it's been confirmed. Oh, oh! Did they say what the title is? No, they just said it definitely has home in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking it's going to be home run, <laughs> since he's going to be on the run from the law. But that's just me speculating. I mean, uh, maybe. I like. I. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, real quick in chat, Hex says, "Spider-Man: Colon Home." Uh, GZ Doctor Fred says, "I said it a long time ago. Cut Nolan a check for a billion and let him make movies for the DC universe." And that's not the answer, Jeezy, Doctor Fred, because he doesn't want to make mar- movies for the Marvel C- for the DC universe. They, they, he wants to make his own take on Batman, and that's it. Mm. Anyway, that I didn't want to derail, but uh, you guys got anything else? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I got other stuff, but I'm gonna save it for tomorrow because you know news gets slow on <laughs> during the COVID. There it is. Sounds good. 
All right. All right. Well, yep. shoot. Let's get out of here. Right. Jay, give me some final thoughts. Um. Oh, gee, I wasn't expecting to have a final thought today. Uh, watch Hunter and Hunter. It's good. The first four seasons are on Netflix. And if you're in the subs, the entire show is on Crunchyroll. Got it. Moses Magnum. Final uh, thoughts. Watch The Gunman. I mean, if you like if you like Extraction but want something with more of a, of a story, yeah, it's still the old white man kicking ass. But it has a little bit of a spy thriller feel to it, too. And kind of like the, you know, the on-the-run type feeling like the, that you get in, like, Jason Bourne. But it's Sean Penn doing it. Good movie, The Gunman, from 2015. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Uh, so, yeah, tune in. We'll catch you then. This is Fantastic Forum. Uh, are we on All Games right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Only on AllGames.com. <laughs>